systems are offline. This station is now the ultimate power in the universe. The Pat and AJ Podcast. Well, because they got great banter. They jib-jab. Jib-jab, jib-jab, jib-jab. Pat and AJ. I feel like the conversation we've been having in the last five minutes is a lot more interesting than the shit they're talking about on the radio. Just moronic commentary and stupid sound effects, and it's just dumb. It doesn't make any sense. It's the Pat and AJ Podcast. Pat and AJ Podcast. Ahoy, matey. You hear the winds blowing through the bamboo coconut. It is so weird. So weird here today because there's actually like clouds in the sky. It's not yeah. like sun just baking you. It's so bizarre. I haven't seen clouds. You're hearing in a um, you're hearing AJ's wind chimes, which are actually coconut wind chimes from Hawaii. And that's how we open the podcast. Hello, everyone. Hello. It smells like fish in my place. Did you have fish? Get your minds out of the gutter. <laughs> Calm down. I just uh, had catfish nuggets, just fried up some oh, catfish. that'll stink up the house for days. Yeah, and my kid's going to hate it. My kid hates seafood. He hates it. He's never had it, though. That's It's totally a kid thing. Like, I hate it, but I've never had it, but I still hate it. I just read a whole thing about how the fish stick was used to essentially make people eat fish that didn't like fish because up until then when they were introduced it was very much like you got a fish on a plate yeah and you had it you know there were bones in there and it wasn't a very appetizing meal say sometimes then, there were eyes like it's gross <laughs> they but they found a way to make it like very chicken nuggety and it's a it's a huge it's a huge hit seriously i learned all about the, uh, like fish sticks the other day is that what you're doing that, with your time right now? That's what I'm doing with my time. With with my spare time, I've learned about the cultural phenomenon that are fish sticks and how they're they're even responsibly uh, fished these days. Really? It's a very res- it's a responsible product to buy if you're into buying you know responsible products. You should buy fish sticks and see if our son will try them. You know, I thought about that because see, he's never see he didn't get forced because I was Catholic. I was raised super Catholic, so from my earliest remembrance, as soon as you were of age, and you got it on Fridays during Lent, yeah, fish, yeah, fish fry. You had fish, but what would they do for all of us? Mainly, most people is you got a fish fry, yeah, which is usually just a battered beer, battered maybe breaded, but. You know, the most unhealthy Midwesterny way to eat a fish. Yeah. <laughs> not not sophisticated, okay? No, not fancy at all. But so I yeah, I I liked it as a kid, but he never had like I don't think he's ever had an intro. He's never like no one's ever been like, "Yo, here's here's like popcorn shrimp or something." I think he should. I think it cuz I know when I was his age, I mean, I've always loved seafood and fish and shrimp, but when I was younger, I liked it fried. And then as I got older, I tried it, you know, without the completely unhealthy breading and realized how good it is just by itself. Most, yeah, yeah. most fishes, not all fish is good without some kind of breading, but. Well, I think it depends. Like most, how can I put it? Blase cuts of anything. If you batter it and deep fry it, it's probably going to be good. You know? Yeah. I don't care what that is. I don't care what cut. I don't care what species. But if you bread it. And you fry it, and it's kind of crunchy when I jump into it. I'm all in. Well, think That's about like uh, like calamari. 
Like, I love calamari, but I don't think I'd eat it without the breading. You know, like if, if you were to dangle a piece of that stuff in front of me and be like, here's some octopus, I'd be like, you can F right off is what you can do. That's gross. <laughs> but then you yeah. dip it, you, you put, you deep fry it. It's so much exactly. better. That's uh, I, you know, I saw some of that today because I, I, I went grocery shopping and I was like, ooh, let me get some catfish nuggets. I'll, I'll fry those up. And I also did see frozen calamari, but not like breaded, like, you know, just in the raw. And I was looking like, what can I do with that? And I'm like, I feel like all I'm going to do is bread it and deep fry it. Like, yeah. I'm going to do the exact thing that everyone does with it, you know? I um, Speaking of food, I have a confession to make. Go ahead. I feel very bad, but I believe I have cheated on you, Patrick. Go ahead. I had Lou Malnati's without you. Oh. <laughs> Lou Malnati's so is the uh, is a very famous yeah. Chicago deep dish pizzeria, and they have locations here in Arizona. Luckily, not too close. You have to go to Phoenix to get Lou Malnati's, but I happened to be in Phoenix today picking up my mom from the airport, and I just had a scrumptious Lou's uh, spinach pizza What'd you for get? dinner. Spinach. What'd you get? Spinach. Spinach. That's, That's the, it. You mad? No. That's the only. See, I go when I can order in person because they have these like half baked frozen ones that you can um, have overnighted, which are great. I bought some but, of those. Um, they had those at the location I was at. Oh, I, I I had no doubt that you would. But when you go in person, that's when you can really have some fun with it. And I'll usually order like you know, give me a sausage, pepperoni, chopped garlic. Drizzle a little olive oil on top. I mean, just let's have fun. To be honest with you, it was just, it was kind of a tough day. I didn't sleep all last night. I had to get up early to meet somebody who was coming to the house for pest control. And then I spent um, an hour and 40 minutes in the car. And then a solid hour running around um, the Phoenix Sky Harbor Airport looking for my mom. Um, So by the time, like, I was ready to order this pizza, I was just hangry and I didn't care. And, like, one, (laughs) one of the first options was spinach and i was like yes give me spinach and let's Fine. be done with it i don't care i don't care it's pizza how'd that go by the way was it uh was it a pain in the ass we figured it'd be yes. a huge pain in the ass it wasn't a huge pain in the ass it was just it, it came down to my mom needs a cell phone but i you know i was talking to one of the ticketing agents at the airport and she was like, you can get her a cell phone. She's probably not going to be able to use it if she, she's anything like my mom. And then she told me the whole story about how she got her mom a cell phone. And when she tries to FaceTime her mom, her mom puts the phone up to her ear. And they have yeah. to explain to her, no, that's not how you do it. She doesn't know how to answer texts. She said, she, of course, she knows how to use social media on her phone. But she's like, she's belligerent on Facebook. So she's like, I- <laughs> hold on, hold on. You're telling me that old mama doesn't know how to FaceTime or text but she knows how to pop pop off on twitter i'm calling bullshit i'm calling bullshit (laughs) i think she she doesn't want to talk to her kids that much she's like these fucking kids are trying to track me down on facetime i'm giving these people a piece of my motherfucking mind on twitter she doesn't know how to use the phone as a phone but she knows how to talk shit on facebook on her phone but yeah, yeah no i got to the airport and you know if you have a, a, a parent who is not disabled, you can usually just pick them up at um, the arrivals, you know, baggage claim area. Uh, unfortunately, my mom has MS, so I had to park the car and literally run about the airport trying to figure out where she was. Was she at the gate? Was she at baggage claim? Was she still like on the all plane? You, like, like all you had was her flight. Yeah. That's all you had. And you had confirmation from your dad yeah. that she had stepped foot That's, on the plane. Yep. Yeah. And she doesn't have a cell phone, so I couldn't call her. And then 
I I made, by the way, weirdest, weirdest customer service experience with Southwest ever. And I, I won't even say it's bad. It was just bizarre. Like I called twice on the way there to say, hey, you know, if somebody's pushing her through the, the airport, where will she be? Where can I pick her up? And the guy, of course, you know, both of them, this is clearly outsourced to like India customer service. Um, but the guy like rattled off a phone number and I said, okay, hang on. I got to write it down. And then he hung up on me. <laughs> So I called back. Listen, and then listen. The, and, everyone's dying in India of COVID. I know they don't have time to also answer your phone call. I know. And okay. Then I, I called back, and the other guy hung up in the middle of my sentence. I don't know if it was exactly because he has to go deal with his friend who has COVID in the hospital in India. So I'm not complaining. First world problems, but it was just it was kind of a, a cluster f. And I um, did you find your mom? I did actually. I met the nicest people. They had gone to eat after they got off the flight they were on with with my mom. They were on the same flight. Because I went to the baggage claim. I went yeah. to the carousel number she was supposed to be at. And there was like two bags left. I said, oh, shit. And the ticketing agent was like, oh, her flight was 20 minutes early. So she's long off that plane. I'm like, great. She's long gone. Like, where, the, <laughs> where the hell is she? And these two super nice people that were from Milwaukee um, kind of helped me track her down. And I went upstairs. <laughs> up the escalator and started running around looking for her. And then the guy followed me. He goes, she's down here. She's down here. (laughs) But then, I mean. This is just, this sounds like, you don't understand. She was freaking the fuck out yesterday about this whole thing. And Phoenix is a huge airport. And, and, (laughs) and plot thickens. So I, you know, I felt bad. The guy who was like pushing her around with her luggage looked clearly perturbed. And I was like, just give me a minute. I'm like, I'm going to put her down. This poor guy for Southwest, and boy, that must have been an adventure. He's been pushing mama all around the airport. Also, not only was he pushing her, he was carrying her, are you ready for this, 68-pound suitcase. Holy shit, they had to pay the upcharge? I don't think- Anything over- Anything over 50 pounds, man, you have to pay an upcharge. I don't know what the deal is with Southwest, guys. I know, like, your yep. first bag's free, but I think only to a certain point. Yeah, only to 50 pounds. Oh, they and had to so, pay the uh, yeah, surcharge. No, this that guy sucks. was just ready to probably kill me. So I'm like, all right, Mom, just stay here. I'm on the eighth parking floor, so I'm like, I, I can't bring her and her walker and her wheelchair and her suitcase up to the eighth floor. So I said, I'm going to leave you right here at Arrivals, and I'm going to drive the car down and get you in the car. Uh, by the time I got up to uh, level eight, I had lost my car. There you go. Um, did you know that they have people driving around the parking structure specifically to help with those things? I mean, it has to make you feel better that yeah. you're not the first person. Like, if there is someone's job who is specifically to help people locate their car, then it must be an issue to where well, this is an employable position. And the guy was so funny, young guy, and, you know, he had, like, a little light on his car. And he goes, he goes, you're my first customer today. I can justify my job to my boss. And he's like, this is what I'm See? here to do. And But, I mean, I did get to a point where I just stood in the middle of the parking structure, and I can't call my mom and tell her I've lost the car because she doesn't have a cell phone. <laughs> She's sitting down there in her wheelchair, and I'm standing, and I'm like, what if I, like, die here? Like, what if this is... And, like, I feel like your mother has no sense to where she'll sit in the sun in her pasty Irish skin. She will not put on sunscreen, never does. And you'll just come back eventually to find a blob. There'll be a wheelchair with a blob in it, and you'll be like, this used to be my mother. Ah! 
but she was waiting for me. It's like those as me- I found my car. It's those memes of uh, skeletons with cats in their lap. Like I it can't, is. I can't move the cats in my lap. My mom would have ended up as a skeleton. I would have been holy gone so shit. Long. I'm shocked. I'll tell you what, if that would have been an adventure that you would have done with me and our son in tow. Oh, it would have been horrific. I, I feel like you would have called off the pizza and just been like, we're going through a drive-thru and we're getting home. Like, there's well, no way you would have done the pizza. Well, right. no, because I ordered the pizza when I parked the car. Oh, so it was ordered. Like, you yeah. had to go. So I okay. had to go, and I was late getting it. But I'm like, you know, we're not going to eat it here anyways. We're going to bring it back to did Tucson. You, so. I say, hold on. Did you eat it in the car? Because that's what AJ did before when she got a lose to go in Chicago. She ate a deep dish Chicago pizza out of the box in the car. <laughs> we had a six-hour car ride in front of us. I wasn't about to wait six hours with a lose she's, in my lap. Are you she's kidding? She's like, dish up. All right. So my mom How is uh, here. Everything is okay. all gravy. It's well, that's good. It's just so bizarre. I swear to God, like, it looks like it's going to rain here, and I don't think that's possible in Arizona. I really On don't. soon. See, you know what? Our son asked, um, asked me about that today because it had rained here in mid-Michigan, which, by the way, what are we gearing up for? Is it the Omega, the Alpha? Whatever the one that looks like the upside down you. Huh? That weather system is supposed to bring a bunch of humidity and heat the next couple of days. Oh, enjoy that uh, humidity. (laughs) I don't don't know what that's like anymore. (laughs) But our son was asking me this morning because it had rained overnight. And he was like, hey, man, does it rain out in Arizona? And I go, well, yeah, I got, you know, they're called monsoons. And it's not your average rain. It's a intense, you know, pour down with lightning and wind and then it's gone you know? oh look so. at that i was wrong there's no rain in the forecast <laughs> it's no just just cloudy <laughs> it's, no rain it's so bizarre well welcome into the uh, 38th episode of the pat and aj podcast thank you for listening you may not even know that you need us but you'll find us i found out from our realtor today that she legit has not listened to a podcast ever and for some reason her iphone Gave her the uh, little pop-up notification from her podcast app that Pat and AJ had uploaded a, a new episode. So she she listened oh. for the first time. So we shouldn't talk shit. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I, mean, I have nothing bad to say about Rebecca. She's yeah, we awesome. love her anyways. But she legitimately said, she goes, I had never even opened up the podcast app on my iPhone. Yeah. And, of course, because your iPhone knows everything about you and she's interacting with us, it then goes, hey, these two jackholes have a podcast. Would you like to listen to it? And we thank you for listening to this uh, this episode. If you click subscribe, by the way, you will get that notification without your iPhone creeping on you <laughs> and telling you. It's a little, it's a little less strange. A little bit. Apparently, giant snakes have taken over Florida. There's like a problem with anacondas and Burmese pythons. What happened was uh, people were buying baby exotic snakes. They didn't realize they grow to be up to 20 feet long. So at some point in that growth, the pet owner was like, Hey, Mrs. Slithersby got scary. (laughs) She just took a horse-sized dump. And our horse is missing. (laughs) Have you seen Pony Soprano? Have you? She's gone from I'll never touch him to I've given him a bath. Ladies and gentlemen, AJ has a new best friend. His name is Bandit. He is our ball python. He lives 
with her now. Oh, it's now her pet. Thank you for giving me credit where it's due because I do feel like I deserve a pat on the back for this one. If you've been on the Pat and AJ socials, you've seen this. I think she even did a, a live stream of it, but AJ has been traveling from Michigan to Arizona with our animals, including our ball python, who she has never handled before, was not a fan of entering our home. No, if you ever listen to the radio show before the podcast, you'll know that Pat brought home the ball python without telling me. I came downstairs and, oh, look, there's a snake in a terrarium in our basement. Where the hell did he come from? And she has made strides so far. That this past week, she was given a snake a bath (laughs) and cooing and talking to him like he was a kitten. Well, I didn't want him to be upset. I thought my, like, cute animal voice would help. And then she got very upset when he struck at her one time. She got very upset. I mean, it's... Didn't even... (laughs) He's, like, struck out at me a million times, and I'm like, oh, just get out of the way. He doesn't... It's... He's so little that it's pitiful when he tries to strike. (laughs) Because, like, I mean, he has teeth, right? Yeah, yeah, there's fangs in there. They're so small, you can't even see them. So, you know, you you picture a snake striking, and you're picturing, like, a deadly, venomous, giant snake. This little dude, his head is, like, about the size of my pinky finger, and, like, his strike was just pitiful. So, I I mean, I jumped a little bit, but then I'm like, dude... (laughs) That you, you got to work on your threat level, okay? Because that that didn't. <laughs> well, it's for... because we also hand feed him frozen frozen mice and now frozen rats, so it's not like he's ha- ever had to punk anything out in the wild. He's no. he's had food dangled down. So seriously, like she's never touched the snake, never anything. And then I shit you not, one phone call, one little advice from a. What is it? Who is it? Was it a vet or was it a guy at the reptile no, shop? it was just some. So the reptile shop was closed on the day that I called them. That's the only day of the week they're closed. Um, no, I posted on the Arizona Facebook page, Ron. I said, hey, got my ball python here. It's not really mine. He's yours and our son's. Um, ours. He's, ours. He's, he's, he's ours. Ours. Um, but I'm like, you know, he's shedding and it's not going well because he's not used to having like zero humidity. So what do I do? And people were like, oh, spritz down his cage, put him in a wet pillowcase. And then other people said, just fill the bathtub with like an inch of warm water and and put him in there and let him stretch out and he'll shed his skin and all will be well. And I just, I felt so bad for him because he looked like, he just looked like crusty. I'm like, this is not a good shed because I've seen a good shed with him. This was not a good shed. Yeah. So I said, okay, well, I will then fill the bathtub with an inch of water. <laughs> And put him in there and watch him swim around for a little bit and then put him back. And that's exactly what I did. How's he doing now? Um, he's hiding. He's, I think he's, it, there's a lot of PTSD going on right now. Like he's been, yeah. he's been hiding since this happened. He, he kind of slithered around his cage that night. Um, but since then he's been hiding. I think he doesn't want to be back in the bath basically. <laughs> I, man, I forgot how there's like, I feel like there's a few Things that just strike fear in the people. And one's like maybe getting punched in the face. Um, Public speaking seems to be another one. And snakes, because people lost their collective shit on our social media accounts. The fact that you were doing, like they were like, nope. Like there were wives that were like, I would have, one, (laughs) thrown the snake out when it came home. Like it it, it wouldn't have lasted. 
But it was funny to see so many people like hardline it. Well, with no. Like I said on the Facebook Live in my cute animal voice, he didn't ask to be born a snake. What a tough life. So let's be nice to him. <laughs> and I, I, get- I actually, I petted him. Did you, t- did you tell everybody that I was petting him? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, you know, it's it's not a big pet, but but she will get one little finger out and she'll run it down his his body and is he's not slimy. No, he's not slimy at all. I just, you know, he's he's cute. He's cute until he unravels and like gets full length, and then I'm a little freaked out because I'm like, oh my god, he you eat like full size rats, and that's terrifying. Well, medium size rats, but he's right got, now. he's got the cutest little button face, and like he's just he's cute. He's curious and. If it if it could just be his head, it's the rest of his body that freaks me out. <laughs> I'll tell you what freaked me out though. Um, he and everybody said this. So like, oh, he'll you know he'll stretch out and kind of swim around as he gets more comfortable in the bath, and he did, yeah. and he was trying to find a way out. I'm like, if this little shit ends up slithering around the house, like I'm taking the dog and we're going to a hotel, and I'm calling the then fire he could be a hold on, then he could be a free range snake. No. You know why? Why should he be the only one contained? You know, the the dog, Ugh. the cats, they get to roam around the house. No, nope. the snake. Nope, because snakes don't roam free like that. That's listen. But like you, baby steps. You are asking a lot of me. <laughs> they're like really bonded, man. You should hear her in the morning. She'll go over there and talk to him, and he'll come out, and you know, you know she'll why? Like- because, and I, I don't even think you told everybody that I totally cried during the road trip because I was worried about him because he was in a little. Yeah, she thought he was dead. Yeah, he for, was in a little for no reason. He was in a little travel box, which is you know that's how you transport snakes. They can live yeah. like that as long as there's air. Um, but I was too afraid to open the box to see if he was alive because I just pictured, you know, a giant snake, you know, striking at me. And Pat was like, no, he's fine. He's probably curled up in a ball because he's scared. And sure enough, you know, I'm crying. I'm like, if he dies <laughs> on my watch on this road trip, I'll never forgive myself. My son will never forgive me. My husband will forgive me, but he'll give me shit about it until the day we die. So Don't like- <laughs> you love when we're so stressed out as a person that we blow little things out of proportion? Yeah. Like you, you cried because you thought the snake was dead. Why did you think the snake was dead? Because he wasn't moving no, in the box. <laughs> yeah. No logical reason. No. Just like she got high the, the other night and, of course, thought ISIS was breaking into <laughs> the house. Because it used to be owned by someone in the military. And obviously, they must be in black ops yeah. and high up, high up on the chain. And, it's uh, you know, you just, that's, uh, it's, I, you're so like ratcheted up. It's like those little things you just get way blown out. Once like, again, snake is, snake's fine. You got to feed him pretty soon now. No, you got to feed him. He's not eating until you get here. I won't do it. No. Whoa, whoa. whoa. Nope. Wow, what kind of what kind of meow are you? <laughs> bath, bath time. She even she's like she's like I want to rub his. What'd you say? Like she wanted to to towel him off. She's like I want to take him out. Well, they said of that. The bath. They said take him I out. Towel him off. Towel him off with a dry or a damp towel, and it'll help get some of the scales off. And but no, I am not feeding him a furry, cute little rat, even if it's dead. I won't do it. You can do that when you get here. Don't ask any more of me. I am done. <laughs> Here's why I'm going to tell you it's not going to work and why you're going to have to watch 
the rest of it on your own. But it's not going to come to a conclusion you're going to like because it'll get canceled before that. But Law and Order, Organized Crime is uh, going to go down in flames as a terrible attempt at a new Law & Order franchise. And you can write the date and time when I set it. You guys, he is such a hater, and I won't allow him to hate on uh, my Christopher Maloney. I won't won't allow it. How dare you? No, but see, listen, this is the problem, though. You're doing the same thing I do with, like, Jennifer Love Hewitt, where I could watch Jay Love read the Torah and I would say it's a, a entertaining two hours watching her read that it's cause I like her. You love Christopher Maloney. Yeah, well, how can you, you not? You just want to see him on TV. Okay. Listen, I, I, will, I, I get that. It's fine. This is not the show for it. Okay. I will watch Oz so I can see his bare ass. Okay. I'll watch Oz. Finally. Oh, you see full dong dude. Full, you he see hangs full dong. Bulldog, he's hogging out. He's hogging out, out man. There's a lot of male nudity in us. Well, it's a show about a prison, so yeah. So, listen, I've been down with Dick Wolf, as we call him in our house, Dick Dick. As in, dun-dun, we go, Dick Dick. Dick Dick. (laughs) But the Law & Order franchise has been around um, almost as long as me. That's how old it is. Too long. And we've, we've seen it expand. And we've seen them come and go. And for the most part, they've had very successful runs, including the original Law & Order, Law & Order SVU, Law & Order Criminal Intent. Law now, and unfortunately, Law & Order Circus Performers, Law & Order uh, Fire Department. I don't know. <laughs> no, I mean, listen, there were a few. There was Law & Order Los Angeles. There was Law & Order Trial by Jury. I know them all. Jeez. But they all follow the formula. There's a few things. You got the gung gung. Gung gung. Mainly, you have a crime that is solved, right? Yeah. An episode, an, an episode opens, a crime has occurred, all this shit happens, and by the end credits, some finality, even if it's not a finality you agree with. Happens and I right? will, I will give you credit because I was never a Law and Order fan, and you were watching it, and I'm like, oh, I've never watched, and I don't really care. And you're like, No, no, no! Every episode is standalone. I mean, the characters yeah. there's continuation of characters, but you're like, every, this is every episode is one story. True story. I stopped watching Law and Order back in 2004 for my mental health because when I first started dealing with like mad anxiety and depression, oh, yeah. and I Law just and couldn't. Law and Order is a terrible show for that. <laughs> yeah, right. It was terrible. So I stopped watching it and I jumped back in in 2018. It's when my mom died and I got suspended from work because I got into an argument with one of our old coworkers. Yeah. So they threw. So they said, Pat, you have to stay home for three days. By the way, sorry, your mom died. So I, I went out, and I don't know why, but I went to a used DVD store, and I said, do you have any Law & Order SVU? And they said, yeah, and I bought a season, and I, I binged it while I was suspended from work. And then when Peacock came around, obviously now everything is up. Yeah. I mean, that's the big thing with Peacock. They were slowly rolling back like their their uh, copyrights of everything. Like Law & Order was coming down off all the streaming services because you knew this new app was coming. Yeah. So now you can rock them all. And I've been doing it. And I'm sorry. They're trying to relaunch 
Stabler. I get it. It's, it. It was a great character. Maybe Christopher Maloney got some bills to pay. Google his name right now. Did he get divorced recently? No, he's is not he divorced. The, no, I is he on the hook for anything? Does he need money? I don't know. I let, I'll have to text him and ask him. I don't know. <laughs> the new show is Law and Order: Organized Crime, which breaks the Law and Order code by trying to tell an overarching story. It does not open with a crime and end with some sort of finality. It's a mob show with a character from Law and Order SVU. And it's not good. I that is a matter of opinion. I think it's the fine. The writing's not good. You tell me that that's a compelling mob story. Yes, it is. It's a compelling mob story? No, it's not. She's lying. I it's think not. I, Nothing. I think it's compelling. I think the characters are compelling. The only thing that disappoints me is that they deviated from the general theme of the credits of the show. That's the only part well, that bothers me is that there's, one, yeah, it's not like gong, 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 no. There's none they of that. Change, the theme song has been changed. And I just okay, don't feel like is, you can do that. You can't do that. That's a bad omen. That's what that was. Yeah. Why? Do you, not I, only, I, I, did they cancel it and I didn't hear about it or are you just bitching no, about it? No, but listen, I just know shows that aren't going to make the long run. And that show's not going to make the long haul. And that's why I'm saying, like, don't get invested in it because they're going to pull the plug on that thing. Like, I I, I just don't feel like you're going to get the answers to whatever story you're getting involved in. You know what I'm saying? without spoiling it, the way they got into this is that Stabler left. If you watch Law & Order SVU, you know he left years ago. And yeah. basically, like, there was no mention of him at all. He just fell off the face of the earth. Gone. And then the crossover episode to bring it into this new series was he's back in the States because he was working in organized crime over in Italy. And basically, the organized crime followed him overseas and ended up uh, killing somebody close to him. And, of course, he has to catch that person. So that's how. But And, and to be fair, on, on your side, I don't see how they pick up another storyline after this season. Exactly. It's it's like a one-off. That's why I feel like, know what it is? That's a, what we would have traditionally called, which I don't even know what the fuck we call now. That would have been a special two-hour made-for-TV event. You know, like it'd be a big crossover, and it'd be like, the dude is back. And for one two-hour stretch, you get him back, and he's going to do some crazy shit, and then it's over. You know what just super, Be- super duper sucks about it is that we are all still sitting here waiting for Stabler and Benson to make Never gonna sweet, happen. passionate love to Never each other. Happen. And they keep teasing Just because you want to bang Maloney, don't don't make it no, 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 the no, fact no, no, that no. they're going to bang. No, no, right? You could cut the sexual tension between those two with no a dull knife. It is that like it is that thick. Like it no. is you're you don't know what you're talking about. No, they're not banging. I don't think you're ever going to get that. That's fine. I don't think you're going to get that. That's fine. I will still wait for it with bated breath. So whatever. <laughs> I don't know, man. I just feel bad. They're selling the name, you know, and why, why have I come to this conclusion? This is all I'm fucking doing right now. I'm sitting on the couch. I'm watching Law and Order. I'm uh, watching Uncle Jerry Orbach, and I'm like, oh, look at him. It's so funny you say that because <laughs> on the way back from the airport today, my mom was like, so what is Pat doing in Michigan right now? And I'm like, watching well, Law and Order. 
watching That's Law and Order. And uh, I mean, I think you're studying for your upcoming uh, licensing test, no, aren't you? No, not doing that. No, not doing that <laughs> Just yet. All law not and doing order. that until I get to Arizona. <laughs> it's all Law and Order all day, intermittently spliced in with my big fat American Gypsy wedding. Gun, gun. Um. With a little sprinkle of South Park for when I go to sleep. See, they should so, ooh, they should cross over my big fat, what is it, American Gypsy Wedding? With, yeah, uh, no, it, with Law and Order. I can picture it. That like, would gunk, be Law gunk. and Order comes and arrests all these people for having, A, kids not in school. How, how do all these kids drop out of school in the sixth grade, okay? Whereas the social workers. Uh, two, they're going to arrest all these people. These 25-year-old dudes are marrying these 15-year-old girls, these child brides. Yes, that is a great idea for a Law & Order crossover. Law & Order heads to West Virginia and busts up all the gypsies. All the gypsies. They, they probably already did this episode. That's the other thing that I've realized, too. Watching Law & Order, whatever the fuck you've ever thought about, I don't care what it is. They've done an they've, episode. They've done an episode on it now. Just think, what, whatever. Yeah. Think about it. Done. 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 Yeah. If not, they're writing about it right, right now. now. <laughs> the Pat and AJ Podcast Network is available on all your favorite audio platforms. Subscribe today. Follow Pat and AJ on Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and Facebook now at Pat and AJ. PatandAJ.com. Support the Pat and AJ Podcast Network today by donating on Venmo or Cash App. Powered by the people. The Pat and AJ Podcast.